everyone. Welcome to Respiratory HQ's Journey to Success podcast. I am Tanya Peel and I am so excited that you are here and I am so excited to be here with you. And I am so excited that this is my first ever podcast. So thank you so much for listening. I've already had a few people ask me about the name Journey to Success and, and why I chose that. Well, number one, it's easy to remember. Number two, it sounded better than just winging it, seeing how it was my first one. But the real reason is that respiratory therapy school is a journey. So a lot of you that are listening now are respiratory therapy students. Some of you may have just gotten accepted into RT school. And if that's you, congratulations, you are about to embark on a journey. It may be a year, it may be two years or longer, but your goal is to make it through respiratory therapy school and be successful, successfully graduate, successfully gain your MBRC credentials and get a job. So you are about to embark on that journey. If you are a respiratory therapy student somewhere in the middle of your training, you're like waiting for the light at the end of that tunnel and it's coming, it's going to be there, you're going to be successful. If you've graduated from RT school and working in clinical practice, hey, congratulations to you too. You have successfully finished one journey and are within another one. So we all are on that journey. So um, today is a beginning of a journey for me, figuring out podcasting, right? And when you start a new journey and you don't know what to do, you need to have a plan. So our plan today, we're going we're gonna to shoot for three goals. The first goal is a goal for me. I would like to tell you about Respiratory HQ, what my company does and the purpose, the company and the purpose of this podcast. Goal number two is a goal for you, RT students. That goal, we're going to call it, what's your why. I think I probably stole that from somebody else and I can't come up with a better, a better way to say it. We got to figure out why you are wanting to go to respiratory therapy school. More on that in just a few minutes. And then the third goal is a goal for all instructors and students alike. And we are going to talk just a little bit about the instructor-student relationship and know it's not what you think it's going to be. So, so hang on, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But let's just start with, with that first goal. I want to tell you a little bit about Respiratory HQ, what the mission of Respiratory HQ is. So um, a little bit about myself first. So I am a registered respiratory therapist. I have a little over 30 years of experience in the profession. Uh, 25 years of that 30 has been in education. Um, I have taught in a couple of accredited respiratory therapy programs, and I'm currently program director in a community college in Texas. So um, I'm, I'm very familiar with the content that we are teaching you guys in respiratory therapy school. And I also know that you don't always understand everything the very first time we deliver a lecture. And a lot of times as a student, you are going to go online and you're going to Google or you're going to go to YouTube and try to find a video to help you understand the content that you just received in school. Um, it's a very natural thing to do. My students do it themselves. And, 
And when you do that, you have to be very, very careful because there is some con out, some content out there that is really good that aligns with the MBRC matrix. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to give a shout out to Joe Lewis, um, also known as Respiratory Coach. Um, RT students, if you haven't found him yet, find him, subscribe to his YouTube channel. I can, I can tell you he, he has solid content that aligns with the MBRC matrix. But there's a lot of stuff out there, guys, that doesn't. You know, and if you're going to learn from somebody that doesn't really know what the MBRC matrix really is, there is a, a high probability that maybe the content you're learning is incorrect. And so you need to be careful. So my goal at Respiratory HQ is just to be another resource that you can utilize. So my website, when it launches on August 15th, um, really has three facets to it. Um, I offer many courses on, on very specific content that I know sometimes is troublesome in respiratory therapy school. Um, ABGs, mechanical ventilation, PFTs, if you're struggling with it, I've probably got a mini course for it. Um, we are also going to do group tutoring, live tutoring weekly via Zoom. So we'll pick a topic and we'll do a tutoring session on that if that's what you want to do. And then the third uh, facet of Respiratory HQ is comprehensive MBRC reviews, uh, specifically for the TMC and clinical simulation exams. Uh, I work for a company that has been in business for a little over 30 years doing these review workshops. I've worked for them a little over 10 years. So if you are looking for a comprehensive review, you can find that through my website. But the podcast, the podcast, yes, ties into the website, but it's something just a little bit more fun. Um, because quite honestly, um, in respiratory school, we we end up doing a lot of talking about the excitement at the beginning when you get accepted and we do a lot of talking about the end result which is graduation getting credentialed and getting a job but we don't spend a lot of time talking about the in-between you know what happens between getting accepted and graduating that is respiratory therapy school and that is what I call the grind. And there is going to be a lot of stuff that you're learning in the grind that's not necessarily textbook content. Um, you're, you know, Egan's is a great resource. You know, it's the Bible of respiratory care, Egan's Fundamental of Respiratory Care. I use it in my program. But Egan's doesn't tell you different study strategies depending on the type of test you're taking. You know, it doesn't tell you about how to tackle certain test questions. It doesn't tell you how when you're feeling overwhelmed, how you start making yourself feel better, how you start tackling little things a little bit at a time. So the podcast is going to do that. We're going to have topics and we're going to talk about things that are common struggles in respiratory therapy school. And what I'm hoping to do with that is make the grind a little bit easier. Maybe easier is not the word. You're going to work no matter what, maybe more efficient. So as you're grinding to figure out how to grind more efficiently. And also I'm going to bring people in that are in clinical practice, because you have to have something to look forward to. You have to have a little bit of fun while you're in respiratory school. So I'll bring in students that maybe have some tips for you. We'll bring in somebody from clinical practice to talk about some of the, the cutting edge stuff that they're doing. So the, the purpose of the podcast is really just to help you get through respiratory school and to look forward to certain things when you graduate. So I'm really excited about it and I hope you find it beneficial.
So that was our first goal, talking about Respiratory HQ. Second goal, what's your why? All right, so this is something that I'm going to challenge you as a respiratory therapy student. We need to find your why. Why do you want to go to respiratory therapy school? Why do you want to become a respiratory therapist? And, and I think I just heard a collective eye roll, like, okay, yeah, you want, to, you want to graduate and get a job and support yourself and your family. That's the end goal, right? That's your why. I think it probably goes a little bit deeper than that. And here's the thing about understanding why you're doing something. If you can internalize that why if you can make it personal to you when you are struggling when you are feeling down when you are feeling like you're not going to make it through if you can go back and find that why and really really understand what it means to you you are more likely to finish successfully so let me give you an example of what i mean with that so i have people ask me quite often why do you teach or why did you start teaching and i have a standard response and that response is a true response it's a hundred percent true i started teaching because as a respiratory therapist i was frustrated by the fact that I could only take care of a certain number of people, you know, and I wanted to do more, but I was only one person. So being an educator allows me to teach, you know, 20 to 24 students a year. And those 24 students go out and are involved in clinical practice. So I have an opportunity to influence respiratory care practice in an educational role more than I ever would as an individual therapist. So I started teaching to make more of an impact in the profession. Okay. And that's a very true statement. And I believe it to this day. But the question somebody really ought to ask me is, why do I keep doing it? Why do I continue to teach? I've been doing it 25 years. And people say, don't you get bored of teaching the same thing? And the answer is no. I really don't because it's not the content that I get enjoyment from. I mean, I do, don't get me wrong. I love respiratory therapy and I love teaching certain things, but the students are always different. And no matter how different the students are, the reaction that I get from them is always the same and that, that feeds my desire to teach. So, so what I mean is this, so there are, what I call light bulb moments um, that you've been working really hard. The students are feeling like they're not getting it. They're studying, they're struggling, they're working. And then there will be these moments that everything just clicks and you can see that light bulb come on that they, they got it, they got it. And they're so excited that they got it. And there is so much joy for me seeing them be proud of themselves, seeing them understand that they have what it takes. Those, those light bulb moments bring me joy. Those light bulb moments make me feel like I'm doing something worthwhile. It makes me feel that I'm contributing to something that is bigger than myself. And if you've listened, I've said me, 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 because that's what it is about. <laughs> I continue to teach because it fulfills me.
And so if you can make it personal, if you can internalize this and you can figure out what your why is, you're going to be more likely to complete school successfully. I'm give you one more example. I did an advising session for a student that came in this spring sometime, and she was really trying to decide between nursing and respiratory therapy. And, and, and I try not to sell people on respiratory therapy, but I try to open up their minds to something beyond nursing. And so we were just really talking and I was just, I said, well, okay, so why do you want a, a nursing career or respiratory therapy career? What, why do you want to do this? And she said, well, I, I, I need to get a job. I'm a single mom. I need to get a job that I can support my family. And that's a great response. That's typically the typical response. And I said, well, oh, okay, so you can do that in, in a manner that is less hard. I mean, because nursing school and respiratory therapy school, it's hard. You're going to be doing a lot of work. So there's other ways to support your family. So what is it about this that, that appeals to you? And she said that she, her, her, her daughters were teenagers and she said she really wanted them to understand that a, a single woman could, could work, go to school, earn a living and take care of her family. And that was important to show her daughters that. And so we're almost there, right? That that's a little bit deeper than just getting a job and supporting yourself. And so, so I asked her and I said, so, so why is that so important to you? What about it? I mean, what, if, if that doesn't happen, what are you scared of? And so she kind of told me a story about a situation that she had been in, in her younger years that she didn't have an education. She didn't have a job with money. And she was in a situation that she didn't feel like she could get out of relying on somebody that really wasn't very reliable. And she never wanted to be in that position again. And she didn't want her daughters to have to ever be in that position. And she felt that education was the only way out of that type of situation. And if you just listen to what I said, I said, she, she, she. Yeah, it was about her daughters, but it was about her teaching her daughters. And it was really about her never being in that situation again. And I think she's gone on and gotten accepted into nursing school. And you know what? I'm not going to be surprised when I see her walk across stage because she really knew why she was going to do it. So that's goal number two. That's my challenge to you as an RT student. Find your why. Why are you doing it? Hold on to it at the very beginning and remember it all through your journey. So we've done goal number one. I told you about respiratory HQ. Goal number two, you're finding your why. So goal number three, let's talk about the instructor-student relationship. And this isn't really the lecture you're thinking you're about to get. It's just as an instructor, I, I want you to know that I am a real person just like you. Let me tell you a story. This is a true story. It happened just yesterday. So um, I it's summertime. Yesterday was a Thursday. Um, and I started vacation yesterday. So I had an appointment at one o'clock in the afternoon to have a manicure and a pedicure. And I went to the nail salon and I'm sitting there in the pedicure chair. And I hear somebody's voice a couple of chairs down. And I think, oh, that person sounds familiar. And then this person said her name. And this is one of my students that's about to start our program this fall. And as a matter of fact, 
today was Friday, we had an orientation via Zoom. And so she's talking to somebody about this orientation. And I'm sitting in that chair thinking, oh, this is awkward. You know, I don't want her to feel uncomfortable. So I'm probably I'm not going to say anything. You know, I'm, I'm reading a book and I'm just got my nose in my book because I'm I'm just not going to acknowledge that she's there because I don't want to make her nervous. Well, we got done with our pedicures and sure enough, we were sitting by each other in it getting manicures and I'm still avoiding this issue because here's what's rolling around in my mind. It's Thursday afternoon at one and she is probably wondering why I am not at work working on somebody's education. <laughs> you know, why am I out in the middle of the afternoon getting a manicure and pedicure? She must think I'm the worst instructor in the world. And then I'm thankful that I am at a salon that that doesn't offer wine because I'd be sitting there on a Thursday afternoon at one drinking wine. So all of this is going through my mind and I'm all stressed out that this, this student is here and it's just awkward. And so finally I just said something, I said something about our orientation and she knew it was me and I knew it was her and we were both avoiding each other because we didn't want to make the other person feel uncomfortable. And you know what? That's just silly. I was silly yesterday because I am a real person and yeah, I get manicures and pedicures. I get my hair done. I take care of my family. Um, I shop at Walmart and HEB, you know, we're people just like you guys and you need to not worry about being uncomfortable or scared of us because what happens um, when you you are scared of us or maybe shy with us is is you don't ask questions when you need to, you know it, you know if you're if you're worried about asking questions because you're uncomfortable talking to us you let yourself be confused and go without clarification, and and honestly. If you would just ask questions to your instructor, we are we're there for you guys. We that's our sole purpose is to make sure you understand and to make sure you're successful. And we want you to ask questions. Um, I have a couple of students now that are moving into their second year, and they are they are so open and honest with me, and I love it. Like I can be lecturing on some really hard content, and I can say, "Okay, does that make sense? Does anybody have any questions?" And I've got a couple of ladies, and they will say, "Nope, I don't understand what you just said." And you know, I love that. I love that response because now I know I need to fix something and I can step back and I can ask, okay, did you get this part? And they may say, yeah, yeah, I got that. I said, okay, did you get this part? Yes, I understand that too. Okay, did you get this part here? No, that's where it all fell apart. And that's where I know to concentrate my efforts. That's how I know where to fix the disconnect. That's how I know how to make those connections so we can move forward. I would never know that unless that student was comfortable enough with me to be vulnerable and say, I don't understand, I need help. So students, we are people and we are here to help you. Please be comfortable enough to come to us and ask for help. Instructors, if you are an instructor and you are listening to this, make yourself approachable to the students if they feel like they can come to you and ask questions they will ask questions and you can help them and we can be more successful so our goal instructors our goal is going to be to try to be more approachable students your goal is to see us as people that we are here and we are wanting to help you so come to us
All right. So just a re recap before we sign off. Number one, come visit me at respiratoryhq.com for mini courses, online tutoring, comprehensive reviews. Tune into my podcast. We'll be doing one a week. Um, goal number two, you're going to be working on finding your why. And goal number three, both of us are going to work on our approachability to make sure that we can make, make sure we can answer your questions so that we can move through respiratory school and you can complete this journey successfully. So, hey, guys, it's been great being here with you. Thank you for listening to me. So excited to see you next week and to talk to you next week about our next topic. Signing off. Do great. Be good. Bye-bye.